Hi, welcome to Authentic Conversation with Kim. This is my 50th, 50th, 50th episode. And so, yay, confetti, all, <laughs> all that stuff, celebration. And I thank you so much for listening. I thank you. Um, I'm asking that you share now where we're halfway to 100. So, Start sharing and again comment. Go to a c w k i m at outlook.com and email me your feedback, your thoughts, your suggestions. Um, yeah, please, 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 please. I am still excited about it. I haven't been on the um podcast for uh, a few days, it's been a few days. Um, and so we're here Sunday. Uh, I was thinking about how to um, start formulating my days. But again, I kind of like um, it being a hybrid. I, I like kind of just flowing with it and allowing it to be and um, just taking it as it comes. And so we'll see. We'll see. But I am thinking. I'm thinking about it. So... Today, um, I found myself on social media and listening to um, this guy. He's he's really, really good. His name is Ace Metaphor. That's what it is on um, social media. So if you get a chance to look at him, please do so. And he he's, to me, he's a motivational speaker. I also talked about this other guy named Derek Jackson, J-A-X-N. And he's really good in regards to what they're talking about. They're young guys, and they, um, they're just talking about relationships and, you know, acceptance. And, you know, just a lot of it um, seems to be geared towards women, but I think that men can gleam a lot from it, too. And it just, it does seem that the um, chivalry and relationships have not, um, have kind of deplenished in regards to it being passionate and loving and purposeful and commitment and all that good stuff kind of thing. But the other day I felt this pull, I really, I really felt this pull, um, to talk about what I'm getting ready to talk about. And it's important to me to talk about it. When I started the podcast, I I mentioned how therapeutic it would be for me to share my thoughts and to share um, my ideas, to share my opinions, and to start a conversation and to have a conversation and, you know, bring it to people's attention and to concur with people because I know, one, I'm not the only person thinking the way I'm thinking or I'm not the only person talking about the things that I'm talking about. And so as beneficial it is for me, I hope it's beneficial for you and the revelations that are occurring in our lives because I realized, like, I mean, for my listeners, for most of my listeners, like, you know, like, we're not little anymore. <laughs> like, we're grown women and men. We're, we're adults. We have careers, and we know people that have careers and have children and still trying to figure out things and the spirituality thing and then looking at what's going on in the nation and what's going on in our lives and what's going on in our school 
goals. Like, it's just so much going on. And you try to figure out where do I fit in all of this and how does all of this make sense and how does it all work out. And so me being on the other side of some things, you know, again, and I've said this before and I can I will always say this, that I cannot discount God, the spiritual being, the creator of heaven and earth, Alpha, Omega, the father of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, like, you know, the father of Jesus, you know, I can't discount him in my life. And I'm still personally trying to figure out um, me and him and him and me and all of this stuff. But I'm sure, again, I'm not the only one. You know, there's a lot of people who want to discount God and want to discount the walk with God. And it's not just mutually because it's Sunday that I want to speak about it. But it, um, I just felt the need to share that. Anyway, I um, want to talk about divorce. Right. So I want to talk about divorce. And partly I've mentioned um, on different podcasts that I have, I am divorced, right? And it's funny because I've been divorced for a few years now or a couple of years, whatever. Um, But I was kind of divorced before, (laughs) well, legally, you know, because that's the definition. The legal dissolve, dissolve of a marriage by a court or other competent body, Right, and so you have, yeah, legally dissolved one marriage for someone. So that is basically the definition of divorce. But you have also the verb which is separate or dissociation something from something else. So it doesn't necessarily mean a a marriage. It can mean a relationship. It can you know, me, a business thing, like, you know, and again, how we decide to use the terms, and you know me, I always want to define a term, and so I was thinking, um, and it's synonymous with separation, division, split, disunity, estrangement, alienation, so, and, right, but it's not unity, And so I was thinking that I have people who are listening or who know somebody, and that's why I'm encouraging people to share who have been in the, who have gone through a divorce or who are going through a divorce. And for me, it was really, really hard for me, difficult, challenging, really to embrace that I was even going to a, through a divorce because ultimately when you're in that place you are always trying to for me reconcile or fix or um, make right or justify to establish unity to keep it together and I was so um, disillusioned like I was so like no, this is not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Like, I didn't get married to get a divorce. I didn't want the stigma of divorce. Um, and I felt like if I get it, like, I was unsuccessful in my marriage. Like, that I was unsuccessful. Not we, but I was unsuccessful in my marriage. And that could be a part of it, too, the I thing. You can't have an I in marriage. It's a we thing. It's a us thing. You know, um... 
but irrespective and I talked about the level of maturity and stuff that it takes in marriage and takes to even progress through marriage and to progress on the other side of marriage and so um I know that there are people who haven't come to terms and come to grips with the fact that it's a real thing people get divorced and no I don't think anybody gets married to get a divorce but it happens and the one thing that helped me well a couple of things helped me because it's a it's a process and stages to it right um one was going through the bible and you know looking at the scriptures and having the scriptures lined up to concur with what was transpiring so I would personally be in line with the will of God for it because me being in the church or being in the body like there's that's a discussion that people either seldom have or when they have it it's like you're damned if it happens you know what I'm saying like you just damned and it's like I don't want to be damned I don't want to be damned in heaven I don't want to be damned or well you can't be damned in heaven but I don't want to be damned on earth and be damned not to go to heaven kind of thing but anyway and so that was one of the things that helped me to process right that it was happening um irrespective of the papers, irrespective of the court, irrespective of all of that. That's a whole nother process, but we'll talk about that another day. I'm talking about the emotional part of it. I'm talking about the actual separation. I'm talking about the actual end of the marriage. Um, and then how do you proceed after that? And it's different for most people. Um, but one thing that helped, another thing that helped me was that a person had said to me that this is why divorce exists. Because once you get through the process and the acceptance of the fact that it's not working and it's not going to work and you can't, again, the eyes can't make a marriage. It has to be the weed, right? And so once that has already been divided whether it's through someone stepping out and already have divided it or the fact that someone is not willing to work it has already divided it or the fact that some people are done, just want to move on, whatever it is that has already happened in the spirit, has already happened emotionally, has already happened mentally, but now it's the actual physical part that has to take place which is also trying and difficult to separate the, the, the clothing, the house, the car, the, the actual not being in the same place together, you know, all those things, the children, like it's just so the physical part has to now happen, right? And so when they told me that that's why it exists, it was set in place for a reason and granted I know it's like just so spread but because of far as people getting divorces and I don't wish it upon anybody but I know that there are people who have had it happen and I know that there are people who are obligated if you will or responsible to still address people who are divorced or going through divorce and they're ill-equipped to do so they don't want to deal with it because they don't know how to deal with it. They don't know how to address somebody who has just been in divorce. Because again, a divorcee is different than a widow. It's different than a single person. 
and again we 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 don't really know how to deal with them and so or even how to deal and so for me I was just like oh my first I was in this denial like it's happening like it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen we gonna work it out we gonna figure it out we gonna figure it out whatever 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 and we yeah we figured it out we figured it out that we gotta get a divorce (laughs) that was figured out and so then the physical aspect of it and it's this emotion of again failure for some people people who aim to be successful people who complete things people who are prideful in the things that they have um signed their names to if you will because you sign your name to this like your name is on the line at the end of the day and so it's hard and then when you have invested your time and your energy and your love and your life you've made this investment and again I'm always saying that I did the right thing I just did it with the wrong person whether the person was good bad or indifferent the person was not for me to continue on in the journey with them and at that moment in time I couldn't I couldn't understand that I couldn't grip it because for a person like me like I could make any in my mind, I could make anything work. You know what I'm saying? Like if you give me two papers and a pen, I could probably make an airplane. Like that's just me. Like we, if we need to get this fixed, we gonna get it fixed. And so that's just a determination and tenacity that I have. And I've heard that I'm stubborn. You know what I'm saying? So again, stubborn people um, will aim to force things or to make things work when again it is not deemed to work or if it's doomed to fail kind of thing and you go through all of this assessment of what did I do wrong as a woman personally you feel this and I felt I felt I can't say for other women and pardon me but I felt a level of inadequacy I felt um something was wrong with me that I wasn't enough and you know all this stuff and there was some anger and there was some bitterness and there was some um disappointment and there was um did I say angry there was some anger yeah I'm saying and it was a lot of hurt it was a lot of hurt and so again when I'm speaking to women now and even men because I think that we 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 short side men as that they don't have an emotion or they don't have an investment or they're not really sincere about women but I just think that men deal with it differently it really only takes one time for a man as opposed to women we can do it over and over and over again and feel the hurt hurt and pain until one day something snaps and that's and it's like okay oh the hell with that it's not gonna happen part of my little cussing but you understand what I'm saying and so there are people who have not come to grips with it being over and again, it's a process. I personally didn't want the process to last long. I really, it's like, I can't. I just, I can't. If it's over, you just want to get up like David. Like, you know, you pray your prayer. Like when, after the baby got sick or whatever, he prayed. And when they told him the baby had died, he got up, he anointed himself and he ate. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, well, he prayed, he asked God, God didn't do it. Or God did what he wanted to do. And now let's move on with our lives. And so that's what I want. I wanted that process so I had a little bit more help within unbeknownst to myself fighting forward to get 
past it and to get over it and to move on and to realize that I still have to live life. And I and I've seen women and I've met women who are still in that place. And I know we don't get to tell somebody how long to mourn or how long to stay in that place and feeling rejected and feeling abandoned and feeling um, unloved and feeling like you're not enough or whatever. And then you hear people, well, as they lost and all this other stuff. And the thing, a different thing about divorce is, is that the person again is still living and alive and you still see them. And it's like, we could have had this together. We could have been, you know, and you were supposed to be and all this stuff. And then they, and men have a tendency to move on real quick. If they or they already moved on within the marriage, so they done moved on, and you still stay in a place where ain't nobody there but you. I don't believe that is the will of God for my life or for anybody's life, and I think that we have to be mindful and sensitive to people and learn how to cater to people in particular places and get the information that we need in order to help. Yes, it makes a big difference when the individual is willing and able and has some faith and has some fortitude and can see the 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 light at the end of the tunnel, but for some people in the in the in the moment in time, there is no light. The light has been put out. Because their hopes and their dreams and what they invested in and what they thought was and what and and then you have that part of what didn't I see because when you have those marriages that end in infidelity or you have those marriages that end in lying and betrayal and and all this other stuff, you take the personal onus because apparently it's something that you didn't see or something that you fabricated or created in your own mind that put you in it because what people end up doing is blaming the divorcee. They blame them why it didn't work. And that's why people do so much to hold on to their marriages and to do the fix it and to go to the council and do all this stuff because they know it's a negative um it's a negative thing, like it's a stamp. Like now, every time when I go, now I've been divorced for a few years now. So now when I go to fill out paper and they like, are you divorced? Like what's your, when they say what's your marital status, I have to check divorce. But then I'm saying, but I'm single. Can I check single too? Like how does that work? But it's changed my whole way I fill out paperwork now. Just like, you know, you was happy to check that Mary box. You were happy. Oh, I'm married. You want to check that box. But then now the box comes before you and you, I mean, even when you fill out your taxes or whatever, like now you have to check the divorce box. And now it's like, it's not for me, it's not a stigma anymore because they exist. It exists for a reason. And it says that I attempted something and it didn't work the way I thought it was going to work. And not that I failed, but it just didn't work because then when you do the personal assessment of the marriage, which only you and the other person really knows, and you're honest with yourself, you understand what I'm saying? And you take the onus where the onus lies, then that helps to move on but I also realized like it doesn't matter you can't make anybody stay anywhere and when there is discourse and there 
is problematic things that people fail to address and and you know you could be and that and that's the thing ain't nobody trying to be separated i'm not gonna be married and be separated for 15 years like i don't have time for that because you could be married separated and not divorced and you still check in a married box, but then you're not in a marriage. You're not in a healthy marriage, although you're legally married. So no, you don't want that. Or you're separated and you're dating. Like, how do we do that? So now you add other people to your mess that you haven't completed. Because that's the thing. Divorce means this is done. This is finished. Whatever it was, however it was, however it went, whatever, it's over. And I find a lot of times that people would have that period and then want to put dot, 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 dot. Or change the period to a comma. No, there's an explanation point like this is I'm divorced. And it took a while for me to get there. And we can't rush people to that place of acceptance and understanding, but we can help them get to that place. And that's it. I'm not a proponent for divorce. I don't encourage divorce. You know what I'm saying? I, I had nobody, I don't think any of my peoples, my friends, when I was going through my marital things, I mean, one person told me I need to decide whether I'm going to get a divorce or not. But other than that, nobody encouraged a divorce in my life. And I wouldn't encourage a divorce to anybody else because me personally, I believe that anything is possible. You know, God, he he told Ezekiel to speak to the, he asked him if the bones could live. And he said, God, only you know. And then he said, speak to the bones. And then the bones got flesh and they stood up and they was people. So anything is possible with God. And that's why I encourage people who are married and who are in relationships to keep the passion going, keep the communication going, aim to stay faithful. You know what I'm saying? And the guy I was just thinking about it, talking about it, like he chose to be, he chose to be faithful. I mean, I, after the fact, during the separation, I chose to be faithful because I didn't want the mark on my name. But ultimately, it's because that's me and that's my personal integrity. And I'm not mad at anybody who does not have it. It's disheartening that we become weak will, you know what I'm saying? Or we become beguiled or, you know, we we look the other way or all this other stuff. I get it. And Jezebel, you got a whole bunch of different kind of things that's out there. And that's why we have to be so careful, right? And then again, you take your own personal onus. But I really want to encourage people who have gone through divorces or who are divorced that it's okay and I'm not saying it just because of me and I but I can say because of me that because for a long time it wasn't okay it was this like dark cloud and people looking at you strange and then when you're around married people married people don't want to be around divorced people especially when they most recently divorced they just don't because it's like you mad you upset what's wrong is that is it contagious is this in the water don't nobody want that and that's really what comes across especially people who are not secure in their marriage or they're teetering and tiling or they got some issues they don't want to deal with it and i understand that 
right? It's not cool though, but I understand it because everybody can't deal, everybody can't accept. So I thank God for people who irrespective and they, and I have friends, thank God, God bless them. They still married, they still going strong and everything. Mine's didn't work and it's okay. It didn't work out the way I thought it was going to work out, but then I didn't have a person who it would have worked out with anyway. But what was supposed to happen, happened. And for me personally, I've become a better person because of it and not a bitter person. And for some reason, people who, and I don't think, and I had this conversation with somebody the other day. I don't think that if you haven't experienced certain things that you can't talk about it. I don't think that. What I do think is that we have to be careful if we haven't experienced certain things, how we talk about it, how we address the person, how we deal with the person. And when it comes to the spiritual component of it and you are in that place, then definitely pray and ask the Lord to help you to be able to be purposeful in their lives in order to help them or encourage them. Some people just want to vent. Some people just want to be angry. Some people just want to be mad. They do. You know, it's just, and it, and it should be okay outside of them harm. Because again, if they don't get a chance to get it out in the way of being able to verbally express it, we don't know what else they may do because it has to come out. It's like a, a ball or a cyst or something like that. Like at some point it's gonna explode. It's gonna or it's gonna be toxic in your body. And I, I and I think that we take it lightly, especially when you you haven't experienced it. It's just like how it's the same thing. If they say that divorce is like death and there's some grief and you know the process of death is somewhat of the same kind of way. But the only difference is the body, you know, you got to bury the body, but not really literally because then that's against the law because the person's still living. You get my point. But it's still the process and how we're so careful when it comes to somebody who's physically lost somebody. Somebody physically lost somebody. And most of the time, if it ends in a divorce, they also lost themselves. And so that's what you end up dealing with and you're not equipped to deal with it. And so it seems strange and it seems offstanding. And then now this person, just because you went through a divorce, don't mean like you're no good. Like that's how society, like you're no good anymore because he didn't want you and you didn't want him or nobody wanted any, any anybody or whatever. Like get out of here. Get out of here. That's not true and it's not fair. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that's what ends up happening. And I can say it because I've experienced it. I'm talking about what I know. And I'm talking about from people who are educated, people who have good jobs, people who appear to have good sense, people who have a level of common sense. And Yet and still they lack compassion and they lack wisdom and they lack understanding when it comes to dealing with a divorcee. And so as a divorcee, 
and now single. Because I think that even when you divorce, you could be divorced for like a few years and then you just go to single, right? I think you go back to single at some point. Like, I'm single. Like, that's how I look at it. I mean, for paperwork purposes, I could put divorce, but I also check the single box. I check too. <laughs> Because I, I just do. That's me. Whatever. You could... Look, email me. That's what I do. Like, but when it comes to my money, whatever, you know, they ask as far as... What is it? The taxes and all this stuff. I have to... I put that. I put the divorce, whatever. But still, I want to just put single because I'm single now. Because I'm no longer care that I'm divorced or not. I'm so over it. Y'all know what I'm saying? Like... In a good way, thanks be to God, because it is a process. And I don't know how long it takes for somebody else. But what I do know, as you are pushing forward to accept it for what it is and to heal and to, you know, get rid of the stuff and to separate the stuff and to get get it on paper and to move on, that, that does help the process. And again, I know this is a whole nother subject for a different day, but I really want to say sometimes you have people that show immature reason why you had a divorce that's still acting immature after the divorce. But again, you're not responsible for another individual, especially at that point, because it's no longer we. It's now definitely I. And the one thing that the God said tonight that I really concurred with was that I love me. I love me and I have to love me. And just because you couldn't love me or didn't love me doesn't make me unlovable. And it doesn't mean that I don't deserve love. And it doesn't mean that I don't know how to love. And that's where it gets twisted and convoluted in people because for some reason, especially for most people, you put all your onus in it. And when it doesn't work out, then you second guess yourself. And I had, I had been there for a while and that's real talk. I'm second guessing my decision making skills because of the decision I had made. But it doesn't mean that my decision making skills are not good decision making skills, even if I made a bad decision. Yes, costly. Yes, timely. Yes, expensive. Yes. But I had to go back to the drawing board and now going forward. We make better decisions. And we and we and we and we take our time. And the grace that covers it is that we still exist, that you did not die in something that was not created or was not invested to live. And it was a moment in time. And again, I say to myself, it's different for me. And I have to, I fall back all the time because of the mere fact I can't say nothing to somebody who's been 20 years and 30 years in it. Because it happens. It happens. When I used to work for, I used to work for a prayer line and a lady called in and I wasn't even married at that time. And she called in and she was talking about 20-something years, 30-something years, if not longer, with her husband that no longer wanted to be married. 
I can't even imagine. You got a house, mortgage, kids in college, all this other stuff going on or whatever. And the thing about it, marriage and divorce and all this stuff, it's not exclusive to any one race. It's just not. I know people who are Islamic and everything, and I'm cool with, they done went through it. Women, black women, white women, Asian women, like, and I'm not saying, I'm saying, I'm not saying men, just not, I'm not excluding men. I'm just saying the different races and I'm just having to use women because I'm a woman and that's what I'm talking about. But you understand what I'm saying? Like, it's not, but what is similar and what's the same is the emotion and the baggage and the hurt and, and, and the getting over it and the moving on and the starting over again and, and the forgiveness and the healing process. That is the same. It's the same. And so we need to be able to help people. One, of course, prevention, 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 prevention. And that's why they started this marriage counseling stuff. And that's why they have intervention marriages, counselors, and all this other stuff. But again, when the God said it's created for this, because again, once you have gone through all the stuff that you can possibly go through in order to establish something in the healing and mend it or whatever, you ever had, like, you ever had something break and then you like get glue and you get crazy glue, and now they got Gorilla Glue, and for some reason, you sitting there, your finger stuck, and you done put it together and everything, and you looking at it, and you done glued it, and it's important to you, but for some reason, it broke or whatever, and you done glued it, and you looking at it. But now you see the cracks in it. You see the glue. You see all this stuff. And it's not the same anymore. And if it's a vase, you put water in it, the water is dripping. And so it's like, you know what? I'm just going, I tried to fix it. (laughs) I really, really tried. I put all my effort into fixing it. And it's just not. And now I got to throw this away because of the mere fact. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a morning. I'm gonna be upset because it was value. Maybe somebody gave it to you. Maybe you got it. Maybe you had it. So I don't know. And you get over it. And it's easier said than done. I know it's easier said than done. I ain't want nobody telling me to get over it. And even though people don't tell you to get over it, they kind of allude to getting over it. Like, oh, we want this again. You still talking about that? Well, apparently it's still on your mind because you still getting away. You still angry. You need to forgive. You need to let it go. That's alluding to getting over it. And in getting over it, it's process. Even I, I put something on social media one day. It's like, you forgive until you forgive till you forgive. You got to keep saying it and saying it and saying it until it actually manifests where one day you're walking. And I had a friend tell me this. And it's like, just one day you wake up and it's like, something's different. Did I not have a thought about that? To, like, like, you have to go and find the thought that you normally have that you no longer have that you just like just your whole thing disposition change and it brings me back to the beginning where 
through prayer, through having people pray, through seeking God's face, through verbalizing the forgiveness, through wanting to be whole again, to wanting to be valued again, to wanting to be seen again and heard again. Because sometimes you're in relationships or you're in a relationship that is killing you softly. And it's like you're drowning and you're screaming and nobody is around for miles. And it's like you 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 know how to swim, but your arms is getting weak. And you're screaming and you're screaming and screaming. And then somehow, hallelujah. From nowhere in the sky, because the Lord, because while you drown and scream, you like, Lord, help me. Lord, have mercy on my soul. Jesus, and maybe somebody somewhere like, I ain't seen her in a while. Where she at? So they throw up a prayer or something. I don't know. And somehow a helicopter comes from the sky. That's normally where they come from, right? So a helicopter, well, a teleport, whatever. You get my point. A helicopter appears and this rope comes down and there's this person and somebody pulls you to safety. That is somewhat of my experience and having to get beyond a divorce and to become single again. Because again, and I'm thinking about this now as I'm speaking, and a divorce is a marriage is two people. And whether or not you ever actually become one. It's these two people that's supposed to be one. And but when you get a divorce, that one that was supposed to be is now two. And they're going their separate ways. So you have to become single again. And so, and that's being undivided in decisions, undivided in emotion, undivided in decision-making, undivided in thought, undivided in emotions. Did I say that? Just undivided. And during the, the process of divorce, there is, it's, 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 it's everywhere. You're everywhere. You're divided in emotions. You're divided in feelings. You're divided in stuff. It's everything. It's just, oh my goodness, it's, it's just everywhere. So I thank God that I've got to experience it um, again, it, it is what it is. I, I, I aim to live with no regrets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, ask me a question. Would you do it over again? <laughs> um, i answer that another day. But, um, yeah, I'm glad I got the opportunity to experience it. So I can tell people, you know, you have to become single again. Especially if it's already a done deal and the divorce has happened. And you got people who was married who was single the whole time anyway. Um, that's a whole nother conversation for a different day. But yeah, single. I want to check that box. Like, I don't want to feel like I got to check the divorce box because I'm divorced. But I'm single now. And so I, I just felt the need to share this. I hope it um, made sense. 
I hope that um, you heal whatever it is, whatever there's division in you, in your thought process, in your heart, in your spirit, in your mind, in your soul, whatever there's a vision that you will become single in those places, you know, irrespective, and you got to own it, right? You got to own it. It is what it is. And that's this thing of life that we have to come to, that life, it, it happens, but it, it, it exists for a reason. And I didn't know it was going to be this long, but there it is. All right, imagine my face. Be blessed. Have a blessed week.